Welcome back to the Seedling Social Podcast. You are listening to episode number three. Today is an exciting day as I sit down with my good friend, Becky Shetman, to discuss all the details of getting back into the workplace after children. She has the ins and outs and how-tos having once found herself right where you might be after staying home with her two girlies for 11 years before going back into the corporate world. In addition to being an imperative piece of downtown, serving as executive director for the Seymour Main Street, Becky has also left her stamp on being an influential woman within our community. Whether you have a town question, want to join a workout class, or find yourself needing a new friend, Becky is your girl. I know I can speak on behalf of others as well as myself to say we love having her in our corner as we grow our businesses downtown. You guys, she has been such a pivotal point in our growth and I could never think her enough. I could go on and on, but without further ado, please welcome to the podcast, Becky Shetman. Okay, so why don't you start by giving um, us a little tidbit on you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I was born and raised in Seymour and went to Western Kentucky University and got a degree in radio, um, which it was actually a broadcasting degree, but I had an emphasis in radio and TV was a morning show DJ, and so I was getting up every morning at 4 a.m., reading the news, and then I was a morning show host. So I had a co-host on the morning show. Um, Moved back to Seymour. I've been back here for about 10 years, and I'm um, married to my high school sweetheart, and I have two little girls, and they're 26 months apart. So I have a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old right now. So lots of uh, girl teenage drama <laughs> in my drama. house. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting every day. Oh, Breakfast I'm sure. Breakfast is exciting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to get the, get the day started with exactly. that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so today we are chatting a little bit about getting back into the workforce after being home with your kiddos. So mm-hmm. what's that look like when mama needs a job? Mm-hmm. How did you um, get back into it and where did you start with that? Mm-hmm. I stayed home with the girls for um, about 11 years and I started just a little bit part-time. I found that I did a stroller aerobics class in Bowling Green that I loved and I moved here and they didn't have that class so I got certified and started my own buggies in motion business. And I did that purely out of selfishness to begin with um, because I wanted other moms to hang out with because I was a stay-at-home mom. But it was such a great way because I realized there were a lot of things that I knew how to do instinctively, you know? So I made a mailing list and sent out the mailers. And, you know, um, back then social media wasn't quite what it was. So that's the only way that I marketed. Um, And then hung flyers up, you know, and those kind of things. And it worked. And um, it was great. So it was a good way to kind of start part-time and just have a few hours away from the girls, um, but still be um, home with them to do all the things that I wanted right. to do. And and we loved it. I wish you still did it because I would join mm-hmm. it. Yes, I miss it. I miss it too, actually. I do. Could you fit one of your girls in a stroller? Well, I know. Their, their feet dragged the floor, which is why we had to quit teaching because literally at that point, like they were so big, their feet like were dragging. Like a five and a six-year-old. Yes, was but like, none oh. of the moms wanted to stop because it right. was it was just such a networking thing for that's us that's so fun and maybe we can plan something here in mm-hmm. the future this summer because i know we tried to do it last summer yes, and then and we got rained out we got rained out so maybe that would be something um we can put on the seedling social so i love it we'll look into that 
Um, okay, so that's that's really neat, and that's a good way to get back in. Um, at what point did you find yourself ready to go full-time and take mm-hmm. that next leap, and what that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Well, the girls had gone back to school, um, f- both in school full-time, and then involved in quite a bit of sports, and it was one of those things where it was like, you know what, I'm kind of itching to get out and do a little bit more. But I'll tell you what, my confidence was shaken. You know, I was that person that was like, I don't have any skills right now. They're they're wanting people who can do PowerPoints, or they're wanting people who know Excel, and and you know they're wanting someone with a marketing degree. And I and I really just had all these hangups, and I thought I I don't have a resume, and do I even remember how to do that anymore? And what will it look like if I haven't worked in eleven years? And and my best advice to you would be that if you are a stay-at-home mom, to really look at your skill set and realize all the things that you do. Number one, you're a multitasker, right? Oh, yes. I mean, moms are juggling a million things. You're also probably keeping a budget, and you're doing that too. Yes. Um, Other things that you're doing that you don't realize is you might be active in your church or some other social networks where you're event planning. You know, I found out, oh, wait, I'm planning all these church dinners, and I know how to do that, and I have a lot of contacts. Right. And I'm able to... To keep a budget and you know so you kind of look at your life and you're like there are a lot of skills that I have and a lot of things that I'm doing that I can put on a resume and I know so many stay-at-home moms in addition to taking care of their kids are involved in organizations mm-hmm. you know so if you're involved with your church you're also involved probably with um, not-for-profits and mm-hmm. things that are near and dear to your heart and you might have been helping that not-for-profit with marketing or event planning or design or whatever that is so look at those things that you're doing day to day and don't sell yourself short and realize that you are amazing and you can so get back and rock it yeah I think that's so important because I know it's so easy when you become a stay-at-home mom after maybe working in the corporate world or working full-time you you go to stay at home and you're like oh my goodness, like mm-hmm. what, what, what now? Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? So I feel like some of those same feelings portray when you're getting back into the mm-hmm. workplace on the flip side of that. So mm-hmm. that's, that's excellent. An excellent way to look at it because you do have more skills yes. than you think you do and yeah. you're able to do way more than you think you're able to do. But sometimes I think just the the downplaying of what you've been doing mm-hmm. as a society kind mm-hmm. of hinders your your um your goals and what you think you're able to do so i love that yes this episode of the seedling social podcast is brought to you by bexercise bexercise offers pound and tabata classes right here in seymour indiana every tuesday and thursday at 4 45 in the seymour community center if you're looking for a fun and energetic workout without any membership fees this is the class for you Grab your gal pals and five bucks and let's make your body smile. Okay, guys, before I forget, I want to share a review on the podcast. This review comes from Cheer Indy and it says, Ashley is just the best to listen to. Her real life experiences as a mom of three littles and hilarious personality is the perfect combo. I'm super excited for more episodes and to see where she takes this podcast. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Cheer Indy. You guys, if you're listening to this podcast every other week and you're enjoying it, please, I want to invite you to take a second okay, maybe 30 seconds to write a review. It seriously makes my day and all of this hard work that I 
take to create this content, it just really, it just really puts a smile on my face. So if you have a second, just hit pause and go write a review. Okay, so I wanna shift gears a little bit. Let's assume our audience is in the process within say the next year of actually getting back into the workforce. I want to know what your suggestions are. I mean, what platform should they be using? What networking techniques would you um, advise them be looking into so that they can kind of get their foot in the door for different things and get a full understanding of what's to come? Mm -hmm. I think that's a great question. And I think the first thing you wanna think about is if you're not involved um, in volunteering somewhere, volunteer and do something that you like. So if you like reading, you know, there's a library board that you can volunteer on. There's city council, there's county council, you know, those are paid positions, but just other ways that you can learn about budgeting and government and getting involved. There are, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, there's the Main Street, all kinds of different boards that we have. Yeah, come so, join us. Exactly, exactly. So <laughs> We're lots, fun time. And, lots and lots of ways. I think the most important thing is that you're volunteering and you're doing something that you like. And then once you do that, it's a really great way to network. And like I said, kind of develop some of those skills, give you some things that you'll be able to put on your resume. And um, then the next step I would say would be to work on the resume. Um, I think everybody probably has a friend um, or coworker um, or someone involved in one of the not-for-profits that they're involved in that they can reach out to to kind of look over that resume, proofread it, um, those kind of things. I also would recommend setting up a LinkedIn page. That was something that I had done years ago, but it just kind of let it lay dormant and I didn't really realize how important it was. So within the past few years, I've done that. It's a great way to search for jobs that are in your area, find out who works at those places that you're interested in. You might find out someone who graduated from the same school as you works there and you had no idea, which gives you a little foot in the door to say, hey, I'm a Western grad too or a Franklin grad or whatever that is. So LinkedIn is, is a really great resource. Lots of great articles on there as well to read about tuning up your resume and networking and those kind of things. So I highly recommend uh, LinkedIn. Another thing um, that I think is really important, if you're a stay-at-home mom right now and you're somebody if you're an Ashley Bohall who has been making t-shirts and you love doing that and you start out and you say I want to grow I want to get a little bit bigger we have a gentleman who comes to Seymour once a week he is involved with a not-for-profit that's called Indiana Small Business Development and he can meet with you for free and talk to you about your business plan. So if you're like me and you did Buggies in Motion or Ashley that did t-shirts or whatever that passion is that you have and you think I might wanna turn this into a business, you can meet with John. He can talk to you about how much you know startup costs would be. He can talk to you about marketing. He can talk to you about a five-year business plan. All of those things that you really need and all of those services are free. So that's another great way if you're not wanting to work for someone and want to start your own business to really get going yeah I love that and I love that you know we live in a time where if you have a specialty and you do something mm -hmm. just go for it because people are all about supporting local they're all about keeping their money in the community so by all means, if you have something that you know is just a passion that drives you to do something do it 
Yes. Do it now. Don't wait. You know, I, I, I used to tell myself, oh, when my kids get into school, that's when I'm going to really take this to the next level. Mm-hmm. I'll continue making all these t-shirts on my countertop until then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll, you know, I'll keep making t-shirts in between cooking dinner and this and that. But, you know, then then it just kind of happened and it was it was like okay it's kind of now or never we mm-hmm. have we have this need and i have this ability why not just put it into motion right now so i'm always i'm always pushing people if you if you have something that you're passionate about don't wait you know life is too short so if you have a passion go for it Yes. So and work is more that. enjoyable when you're doing something you Absolutely. love. That's the, that's the thing that Absolutely. I tell my kids over and over again. You don't want to do something to make money and you don't want to do something, you know, all those things yes. are great. But at the end of the day, if you're doing a job that you love and that you're passionate about, it doesn't really feel like work. I, I mean, I know that agree. sounds cliche, but it really is true. Yeah. And I it mean, is true. I mean, there, you're going to have days where 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 it gets the best of you but i think for the most part if you're doing what you love mm-hmm. then you're going to be happy absolutely so. absolutely i think i think the key is just don't sell yourself short you have a lot of skills and as a mom so, I completely uh, agree. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you stopping by, and I think that um, you've given tons of great advice and insight to all of our listeners. And I think that um, they're going to be able to take this and really, you know, build what they want to do out of life, and really get an idea of where to go from here. So, thank you for for stopping in. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun.